The biggest myth writers sell themselves is that somehow writing's like a solo sport. Like you do this shit all alone. Like nobody is there putting up with your crap and trying to support you ever. It's just, it's, it's probably the best fiction story any of us tell. Writers often talk about writing in the context of it being kind of a lone gunman activity, right? The writer is isolated. The writer is the creative genius who sits at their desk to do their work, right? We conjure up these images of like Stephen Pressfield and his War of Art, which again, great book, but I take some issues with it. So we conjure up this idea that we sit alone at our desk and the divine source of our magical inspiration comes through us and then we create. And we are the the divining rod for this powerful inspirational energy and it is done alone. It is an act by itself. Writers are solo creatures, these odd mystics who live on the fringe of society and share with us deep, deep, deep wisdom. And I think you can tell by my tone in that statement that I think this is, I mean, honestly, this is the kind of romanticizing bullshit that leads writers to just dark, dark fucking roads. This is the same stuff that leads them to be like, well, you have to self-medicate as a writer because self-medication, it it makes you better because you're dealing with such deep, dark issues because writers are troubled souls who stand on the periphery by themselves and no one can understand you. And again, just like, I can rattle off the crap for the next 30 minutes. I can, but it's a waste of time. Right? This idea that writers are somehow lone gunmen, that writing is a solo sport, is bullshit. Right? It is. Art is not a solo sport. Oh, I will grant you, because I can already hear the correctors going, well, man, when I sit down to write, there is nobody to write with me but me. I write alone. Yeah, you do the actual immediate act of writing a draft by yourself. I have yet, in 42 years of being alive and over 20 years of actively writing, I have yet to see anyone. I mean, I'm not counting the, the like, I was a kid writing shit on, in crayon on pages. Like, I mean, over 20 years of submitting and actually trying to work this craft. I have yet to meet a writer who does it by themselves. Seriously, 100 fucking percent. I have yet to meet that person. And I want to talk about that this week because I, I see a lot of this, right? Because this is this is a problematic belief in a lot of ways, but it's a problematic belief that is easy to fall into. Because writing's not a solo sport, but shit, the internet and social media makes you wish it was. It does, right? Let's go to let's go to one of my favorite places to pick on, and a place I actually have a lot of fun just messing around. Let's talk about Twitter for a minute. Now if you go to Twitter and and look Trigger warning, alert, I'm about to hot take it and probably piss some people off. And I really don't care. 
Um, I don't. Like, I don't think this is that particularly hot a take. But if you find it so, deal. Um, on Twitter, hashtag writing community is a fucking dumpster fire. Like, it is. It is a dumpster fire of just shameless self-promotion. Just like, buy my book, check out this, look at this, here's my cover, here's my thing. Like, you backtrack anybody who's using that hashtag regularly, and I doubt you will find a legitimate thought from them. Or even just a ridiculous tweet, or something they kind of regret. Like, it's all very clear marketing messaging, and it's bad market messaging, too. Like, it really is. But it's there. And so if you're a new writer and you're, let's say, living in a town or a place where you don't have access to a lot of other writers, you're just getting started, maybe you're a teenager or whatnot, I don't know, maybe you could be whatever age, and you go to Twitter and you go, oh, hashtag writing community, that sounds like my people, that's my tribe. What you're going to find is a place where you go, hashtag writing community, and you might get some answers, you might not, it's going to depend. The best way to get answers is to engage in what they call a writer's lift, right? Do a hashtag writer's lift and, and say, you know, share your stuff and we'll shout out and everything else. And people will do that and then they might follow you and then they'll do it and you do that. And it's this endless cycle of just shameless masturbatory self-promotion um, that while on the surface seems kind of harmless also creates this idea that it's you versus someone else, right? Like it's great to say writer's lift. It is. It's 100% great to say it. But if the only writer's lift thing you can do, right, is is, sh- is post on Twitter and have someone post their, like, book link in the comments, that's the laziest amount of writing support you can provide to a human being of all fucking time. Right? Like, 100%. It would be easier if you just bought their fucking book. Like, just go and find a writer on Twitter and say, hey... Send me the Amazon link to your book in my DMs so I can go buy your book and I'll go buy your book. At least then you're giving them money, right? Look, read their book and then give them a review. Or maybe not because you might not like the book and they might get pissed about that, right? But saying, hey, writer's lift, go get into my my tweets so this tweet goes up in this hashtag community and I get seen by more people and maybe followed and, you know, then I can promote myself everywhere else. Like, stop. This is the most banal bullshit ever. I've been thinking about it because, again, as an older writer who, not like I'm 80, but at 42, I've lived before social media was a fucking thing. Like, I was doing this stuff in college and there was no, there was no Facebook when I went to school, right? We, we just talked to each other. Learned. There was no online writing platforms. Like, there were blogs, but fuck, those things didn't always work. And they sure as shit weren't a place for creative writers at the time. So you had to just kind of work within community. And community among writers was less about like, hey, let's all gather at the coffee shop and then you can all hold up a copy of your book and it'll be cool. It was going to places, maybe coffee shops, maybe diners, maybe someone's kitchen, sitting down, reading pieces of work, right? Going through it, giving notes, sharing, talking story, learning. Like I learned so much about writing in this place on Ninth Street in Columbia, Missouri. I think it's still there. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, Coffee Zone. It was back. It was there like in 2015. So it might still be there. But Coffee Zone on Ninth Street in Columbia, Missouri was like the place where I learned so much about writing. Between that and the University of Missouri, I was learning a ton in those years I was at school. 
because I was going to the university and I was spending time with writers there. I was learning from professors and I was wandering down the street in my afternoons and evenings, drinking coffee, chain smoking and talking to other writers who did other shit. So I was just getting hit with all kinds of knowledge. I was also getting hit with all kinds of support and people who congratulated me and, and a real community, right? Like, we love to talk about this idea of a community, but how much of an online writing community do we really have? Right? Like, look, I like Medium well enough. I write over there. I find it an easy platform with less bullshit to deal with, right? If you want to get paid in the partner program, it's not that hard to get into. And, you know, it pays out even if you made a buck, as opposed to, like, going to other platforms. Like, if you have $100, we'll withdraw. If you have $35, we'll draw. It's too much shit for me to keep track of. Just pay me five bucks and I'll go buy a sandwich. Not a great sandwich, but a sandwich. You know, that that's why I'm there. But you get this, like, also smoke-blowing effect on Medium. Where they're like, oh, the community on Medium is so good. Now, let me make this clear, because I know some people from Medium probably listen to this. I don't hate Medium. And there are some people on Medium I feel connected to. And there's some people on Medium, if I ever found myself in their neck of the woods, I'd be like, hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee? I happen to be where you live. Um, that sounded creepier than I meant it to. But I think you get where I'm going. Um... But a lot of medium, like, oh, I love the community because I write a thing and then someone responds to a thing. And that's my connection. Right. Except writing a thing and having a million people say, oh, my God, this is amazing and wonderful and the best thing I ever read. Because if I say that to you, then you'll come read my thing and tell me it's amazing and wonderful and the best thing I ever read. Um, that's not really community, guys. That's transactional interaction. That's just like, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, I'll do this thing. I'll follow you. You follow me. I'll clap for you. You clap for me. Right? Like, the whole thing is gamified to a ridiculous degree. It's not really community. So now I'm, I'm, I'm digging a little into the weeds here, right? If writing's not a solo sport, but online writing communities are bullshit, what the fuck do you mean, Matt? Well, let me tell you. So let's talk about how writing's not a solo sport. For one, a lot of writers have a significant other, a partner, a spouse, somebody that somebody puts up with your shit. 100%. Marianne, my partner, puts up with a metric ton of my bullshit. Like, I bring a, I literally have a delivery truck that drops a metric ton of my bullshit off at our townhouse every day, and I bring it into the house, and I put it here, and when she comes home from work, she deals with my metric ton of bullshit. Right? 100%. Someday, and that bullshit differs in flavors, it does. Some days it's the writing sucks bullshit. Some days it's the people aren't honest bullshit. Some days it's the oh, I can't figure this out bullshit or, or the I'm an unappreciated genius bullshit. You know, insert it. Like we all have the same kind of general flavors, just specific formulations to the recipe of our bullshit that are different. Um, but she does that, right? She reads my stuff. She is there when I am freaking out or when I can't sleep because I stayed up too damn late writing and I have worked past sleepiness. Um, all that shit she deals with. Like, she deals with the bullshit. My partner is the one who deals with the bullshit more than any other human being on the planet. 100%. Um, if you've listened to this show for a while, you've heard from Georgia. She does our, our intro and outro music. She's also my mentee. I have a mentor-mentee relationship with her. Um, we're good friends. Like we bounce ideas off. She's great. She reads my stuff a lot. A lot of times she takes the first read and gives me editorial suggestions. There you go. Right. Another person who is in my sphere as a writer. Right. Um, 
my Tyco group. Like, I'm recording this on a Wednesday morning, like, my Tyco group. This evening, I'll go play Tyco with the Tyco group. And the Tyco group, you know, I, I'm going to dive into this one a little bit because the Tyco group is a special, special group. Because I, of all of us who play, and there are a lot of us, right? I don't think there are maybe one or two people who, who make money doing this. The rest of us pay money to do this. And, and it's a labor of love and it's something we enjoy. I don't recall going into my Tyco evenings, though, and having to sit around and hear people be like, hey, you know what? I'm getting ready to record a Tyco solo album. If you've ever heard Tyco drumming, you'll realize how kind of funny that sounds. Going to record a Tyco solo album that's coming out. You know, uploading my next Tyco track to SoundCloud. Like, comment, share. Get it out there. Do a little bit of Tyco stuff over here. Like, we don't do that. It would be silly to do one. Tyco's not really something you do by yourself. But two, we're not in it for the cash. Now, that's the thing I think writers need to remember. I think part of your community needs to be people that aren't in this shit for money. I think this has become worse as writing has turned online with newsletters and online courses and ebooks and all this other horse shit. So many writers I encounter spend most of their time talking about the money and the strategy and the hustle and the this, and it's old real quick. Right? Like my day job, I work with business owners. I hear business owners talk about business. Hearing writers, aspiring novelists and shit, talk about writing as a business is kind of a cruel parody of real business talk. It, it really is. Um, you're a writer. Write a fucking book. Write a fucking short story. Write a fucking poem. Talk about where it's going once you've written it. Right? But like the work that you do and the art of what you do and the business of what you do are two separate things. Uh, no, they're not, Matt. They're the same. Bullshit. Can you write a short story and not ever send it to anybody? The answer is yes. Can you write a great short story that may never get published anywhere? Yes. Right? Not everything's going to make money. Not everything's going to be a big deal. Yeah, I remember talking to a friend whose grandfather had written poetry for like 20 years, and some of those poems were fucking amazing. His grandson later would go and get a book of poems made out of it. He would submit some of those poems, and he would actually get them published in a book. That was after his grandfather had passed away. His grandfather wrote them and never gave a damn. And good on him. He enjoyed writing those poems. It didn't matter. Right? We've got to get out of this idea that we do this shit alone. And we've got to get away of this away from this idea that this always has to be about money or this is some great big business discussion. This is really problematic in America because fucking everything in America has become about cash. Everything in the United States is about making fucking money. Writers talk about making money. Like, okay, newsflash. And if you listen to the Evelyn Berry interview, you heard this said before. She's great at pointing this out. I'm going to paraphrase. You are not going to make a shitload of money as a writer. It is not going to happen unless you are very, very, very lucky. If you're really lucky, like really lucky, but not quite lucky enough to make a shitload of money, you might make enough money to live on. Right? Odds are you're going to write a book, some people are going to read it, and that'll be cool. I mean, bear in mind, selling 20,000 copies of a book will not make you wealthy, but it's a pretty good achievement. I woke up this morning and went to Twitter real quick, and, and the writer Chuck Windig, who's a much bigger writer than I am, just had two books earn their advances, right? 
So for those of you who don't know, when an advance is given on a book, that's an advance on its sales. When a book earns its advance, that means it's sold enough that the advanced payment to the writer has been fulfilled, and now it's gravy time. One of those books is significantly older than the other one, and he was very excited. I can't blame him. I would be too. Right? That's the reality of this. This is not software. Google's not buying this shit, guys. But in that world, in that crazy milieu, the money and the obsession and all that toxicity that drives you from not to not wanting to do it, you know what counters that? It's the people you care about and the people that inspire you. It is. My Tycho group does more for my writing than they probably will ever know. Because I'm autistic and when I'm in a room with them, it's hard to fucking speak and socially interact. I bang on the drum. I think that's how they know I'm there. But Tracy and Billy and Dorotea and Danielle and Kaylin and, you know, Regina and Dees and Kathy. And I mean, the list is just on and on. It goes on forever. All these people help me as a writer. Because they put me in a place where I can just be creative, where I can just practice something, where I can just let it go and win or lose or draw. It doesn't matter. It's all about us working together and playing in harmony and doing it right. And that's it. None of us are going to walk out of that today. You know, no one's leaving my Taiko rehearsal tonight to go record their Taiko solo album. It's not happening. We do it because we love it. Being around people, engaged in an art form because they love it, makes me remember that I love writing. Beyond cash, beyond money, I love writing. I do this because of the love of it. Right? Now, what does that mean and how does that translate into projects I'm working on? Well, that changes from time to time. It's always going to. That's why I have friends in my life and I have my partner uh, Marianne and and these people around me who help me and hold me up and support. I have Georgia to read and look at stuff. I have Shondi who's a former boss of mine who reads and, and gives me feedback on stuff from time to time. Like the thing is the people in our lives are the ones who help anchor us and keep us going. The community, the people that you surround yourself with, your family, whatever word you want to apply to it, they're the ones who remind you to not disappear up your own ass. Right? To not fall too in love with your writer's legend and realize that you put words on a piece of paper. That's awesome. We like that. There's something to be said about it. There's also something to be said about a plumber who can fix a toilet in less than two minutes. And I assure you, there comes a time in everyone's life when that plumber is rated much higher than a writer. Right? That's the thing. Community grounds you. Community inspires you. Community makes this shit worth doing. Community helps fill the negative space around you so you can better define who you are. People who care about you see you in a different way than you see yourself. They help remind you when that nagging voice is like, you suck, you're not good at this. They help remind you that you are good at it. So I guess what's the point of this big, long ramble, this big, long 
word vomit of a confession this week. I want you to take the time to thank the people that inspire you and lift you up and, and help you and do the thing. You do that in whatever way you do. Look, I know, I, I, me walking up to people directly, the autism and everything, it just, it's, it's a fucking shit show. So sometimes it's an email because I can do an email easier. But find a way to say thank you. Thanks for dealing with my metric ton of bullshit. Thanks for always inspiring me. Thanks for taking the time to read a few pages when I send them to you. Thanks for telling me you think that I don't suck at this. Because in my head, I think that I do suck at this. Thank those people. Put down the fucking online writing community grift bullshit. Because it's a grift. If someone's selling you an online course or inviting you to their paid exclusive writing community, it's a fucking grift. James Patterson and Stephen King are two of the best paid writers. In fact, I believe James Patterson is still the highest paid writer in the world. Patterson does not have a mastermind group where he's charging you to come in. So if you're not paying James Patterson to learn how to get paid as a fucking writer, consider who you're paying. That's how you know when these things are grifts, when it's like, yes, buy my shit, self-published books, I sell online courses, and buy my community, and I'll make you successful. Okay, are you James Patterson? Well, no. What books do you write? Well, I write books about how you can be successful. Ding, 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 grift. Right? Get rid of all of that shit. It doesn't matter. Let go. Unplug from your computer. Ignore that shit. If there's someone you like on Medium or on Twitter or something else and, and you feel like you formed a connection with them as a writer, reach out to them and, and say, hey, let's have a phone call or a chit-chat or let's exchange email correspondence or something. Build some deeper level of relationship. Read some of their work before it gets published. Offer some fair and honest feedback. Provide that for other people. Go start a writer's group in your town. You know, sit down and find some people and say, let's meet every week or every two weeks or every month. Find a group of writers. Create a Facebook group in your local area. I don't know. Just get that community. Get those people around you and appreciate that they're there and they're a part of your writing process. Stop believing you have to do this shit alone. Because you don't. And thinking that you have to do it alone is dangerous and it's foolish and it's going to make the work a lot harder. And it's going to make it flat and one-dimensional, and you're just going to be pushing out marketing bullshit in the hopes to grow an audience and tick that metric counter up a spot or two. So you can say, ah, green number, green number, good, I win. Stop that shit. Writing's not a solo sport. Writing is an activity performed by writers who, while yes, they may sit down and write in individual bursts by themselves... They draw inspiration from the people around them. They draw motivation from the people around them. They learn lessons being in the world around people. We are supported by the people we are around. And when you find writers, historically, when you find the writers who disconnected from those communities, that's when you find the suicides. Do a check. I'm telling you, when you find the writers who end up killing themselves, you find them having disconnected from the communities that they had earlier in their life. Cherish that community. 
Writing is great. I love it. I think it's essential to civilization and society. It is the worst way to become a billionaire. It's a great way to live if you can have people around that you love that you can share it with. So to my community, thank you. To those of you listening to this, go thank the people in your community. Even if they don't know, maybe they don't know they're part of what supports you. Let them know. Say thank you and do the thing. Because it's not. Writing's not a solo sport. It's not something you do alone. It shouldn't be. It's a lot more fun when it isn't. So forget the hashtags and the lifts and the bullshit and the online courses and the mastermind groups and all that other crap. And dig deep into the people who really believe in you. And find groups that inspire you, that lift you up, that make you feel better. That make the thing that you do because you have to do because you you can't do anything else. They make it that much better. Build your community. Build your writing family. Start the writing group. Do whatever it is. But get that community around you and stop trying to pretend this is a solo sport because it's not. It's got to be about more than just the money and the metrics and community is how that happens. Or maybe I'm just an idealistic sap. I don't know. But until next time, I'm Matt, just a working writer, and this has been my confession. I'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.